0: Hi everyone. Welcome to our first episode
1: of, of BNB's
0: Fashion Room where we're going to be speaking about fashion, history,
1: any events and obviously any ideas that you might have, please let us know.
0: Yeah, honestly, all things fashion related, this is your go-to place. Obviously, this is a first episode, so do keep that in mind. Yeah, we're still very new at this, but we're very excited and very committed to it as well. Yes.
1: So on to what we'll be talking about today. So we're going to be talking about Beatrice, number one or two, care to tell me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, so today, our topic is vote, uh, US folks, September issue, which and the cover story is called Generation America. Now, if you haven't seen this cover yet. Um it features eight models. They're all quite diverse. I think that's exactly
1: that's what Vogue yeah, was aiming for is having that diversity on their cover. So we have Kaya Gerber and a uh, Gerber. <laughs> Is that her name? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anna Kiyai, Preciously, Bella Hadid, Sherry, She, Ariel Nicholson, Yumi Nu, and Lola Leon. And they're meant to be collectively representing American beauty now. So apparently, this was meant to be sort of uh, like an introduction to the Met Gala, with the Met Gala theme being in America, like
0: Sakana. Yeah yeah we've seen a lot of like American fashion beauty everything related lately the like Beatrice said the Met Gala was American independence that was the theme and that was that was looking towards the um, Costume Institute exhibition called oh America in Fashion a lexicon in no America in a lexicon in fashion that was exhibit one and then exhibit two's coming out next year So we've been focusing a lot on American fashion. Now, I'm just going to share my opinion. I don't even know if I should share my opinion right now. Go on, girl. (laughs) Every country obviously has like, you know, designers. Yeah, I'm not, they're not exclusive to one or two countries, but I've never like associated America with fashion per se. You know, there is New York Fashion Week and everything, but you think of fashion, I'm not going to think of America.
1: Yeah, same. I think... I mean, obviously, America comes out with the best, I would say, fashion movies and fashion media is just so prevalent in the U.S. They are the kings of the world in that. Exactly. So I would I I would say in that respect, I do understand America as a pioneer in fashion, but I wouldn't say that American fashion itself I just don't understand how that could be a theme.
0: I would understand French or Italian, but American. It was also quite like, if we're just talking about, for example, the Met Gala. And if anybody saw those outfits, it was quite vague. And not many people understood what was going on. I didn't know what the theme was until I looked it up.
1: Right. And I think before we've had camp, we've had... Oh, what's so oh, heavenly bodies. That was insane. That was
0: amazing. I love that
1: one. But in America, that just doesn't really give people much to do or to be creative with. I mean, there were people who showed up with, um, who was it, was it Chiara
0: that showed up with a Super Bowl type of outfit? Oh, it, that, like, s- yeah, that sequin dress. It's Boom. just, uh oh
1: made me a little bit sad to see what people identify
0: with america almost. and i'm sure i'm sure there could have been better like outfits to represent that sort of thing also there were like really little american like designers
1: there. yeah yeah that's why i think
0: iman did it
1: well with um harris
0: harris was it yes yeah, yeah it was oh uh, she was she looked phenomenal the best for honestly. sure like there's our little introduction tangent, yeah. <laughs> yeah. on a tangent then that might happen, you know, but we're always going to try and come back to the main topic. So shall we get back to it?
1: Yeah. On to um, Vogue's September issue. I think before yes. we even tackled this year's September issue, we need to go a little bit back into September issue history. Mm-hmm. Um, why is Absolutely. it so important? Is the September issue dead? Because obviously there's been quite a bit of talk surrounding that, especially with the pandemic.
0: The September issue has always been regarded as the most important one out of the year. I think September is the month that sort of like launches the new season, um, autumn, winter, or fall, winter, however you want to call it. Yeah. Um, You know, there's, it's fashion month as well. Everything's kind of like, it's just the start of something new. So All like magazines, especially Vogue though, um, their September issue tends to be quite iconic.
1: Mm -hmm. I mean, September, you know, it's sort of even when I was in school and it was that time of going back to school every year in September, I'd be like, I am reinventing myself. I am changing my wardrobe. Uh, It's just that
0: time of the year. Yeah, exactly.
1: So I think that sort of followed through into older age as well. I mean, yeah. and into fashion because that's obviously the time where we can just again reinvent ourselves um, and even previously actually june july and august issues they featured a lot of less fashion editorial because there's less new clothes in store and so many things are on sale that's
0: quite interesting <laughs> no i think it is i like i mean it is what you see in like stores any store it doesn't have to be like something super like exclusive like you'll go into a store during summer and half of it isn't on sale
1: yeah and I feel like even when I go to buy clothes there's just so many more outfits and just so much more stuff that you can do for the autumn winter season yeah
0: yeah that's also true like I mean but you're also going to wear less clothes in summer right you're not gonna yeah, really wearing a sweater
1: but then for vogue specifically i think vogue as we all probably know is just one of the main trendsetters in the fashion industry or at least it used to be it used to
0: be it used to be i think
1: because previously Um, yeah i think that's where people got all of their information in fashion and new trends for
0: yeah you had Um, less less like there was less availability of information, you know, like now with social media on Instagram, TikTok, all that stuff, which we'll delve deeper into in another episode. Um, you know, you just, everybody can express themselves. Anybody can be a trendsetter or anybody. Yeah. That's kind of the idea. I wouldn't say yeah. that everybody's a trendsetter, but anybody can be one. So People are, and I think especially young people are looking less and less to like to places like Vogue or like fashion establishments, um, important figures yeah. of fashion. Do you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, yeah. And I think like, also Vogue has sort of picked up on that because their yeah. whole thing with the September issue is picking the right cover star because obviously now people, yeah, instead of just following Vogue's tips, they're gonna follow celebrities i mean kim kardashian has had a massive impact on fashion whether we like it or not and so having the right cover star is just always what vogue is looking for and i think uh circling back a little bit to this year's that's
0: exactly what they did with um including a lot of big models it is yeah and diverse i think that was um just like quickly talking about that like this year's september issue I think it's, like, I like the idea, and I think it's good to, like, show diversity, you know? It reflects, especially in America, it reflects, or in the U.S., it reflects their society. I don't love the way that they did it, though.
1: No, me neither. I'm not it- in love
0: with the cover. I'm not in love with that cover. No,
1: right. me neither. Um, I think it's good that, you know, it's interesting that they've brought back sort of the whole um, supermodel, bringing supermodels into yeah. it. yeah, yeah Um, because the first supermodel to be featured was Naomi Campbell 1989 oh we love
0: her Mm -hmm. we love
1: Naomi I do I like the idea of bringing back supermodels just like I like the idea of diversity but then there's being an activist and there's just being performative which is very much what this cover yeah
0: like Yeah, it it might not even be like, if you read the whole story itself, they delve into that. They talk a lot about that and how like being diverse is literally the bare minimum they can do. It's about like being respectful that there are, you know, people of different ethnicities within a society, different cultural backgrounds, sexual identities, all that, Um, and just being respectful and like having dignity. And but I just... mm, there's always just something a little bit off. I feel like right with with stuff like that. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. It it might just be us. It might just be me.
1: I think previously Vogue has done some pretty um, some pretty impactful covers for sure, and they yeah. have done it quite well. But this one is just it's not on trend for Vogue. I think it's the first time that they're they're smiling on a cover. I don't think I've ever seen. It. Yeah. Um, Vogue cover where there's are smiles just sitting laid back in an office yeah bed. it feels
0: very relaxed and I get that 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 might appeal to some audiences it's not very like appealing to me like I like especially being September I like that whole like editorial feel everything's mm-hmm. like so dramatic and everything have the diversity I think that's important and I'm very on board with that but the execution of what they did, I didn't. No, I'm not that big a fan.
1: I didn't like it at all. And also, another thing that I wasn't a huge fan of was what they were wearing, because I think mm-hmm. the designers' new collections just could have been exposed just so much yeah. better. Then and I also felt a little bit bad for Lola Leon because she's just sitting on
0: the. She's side. just off to the side, yeah. When they said Lola Leon, I was like, "Where is she?" Oh, <laughs> she's um, on the side, yeah. She's wearing like, a shimmery Michael Kors collection look. It's not even like the cover. She's not even on the cover. No, The cover is the cover. I'm just showing Beatrice. The cover looks like this. Like Bella Hadid's on it kaya gerber's on it on it anokiai and preciously i'm not sure yeah
1: i guess so i'm what i'm guessing here is that the bella Hadid part with preciously kaya gerber anokiai would be the front and then the other part with like lola um yaminu sherry she ariel nicholson is would be the back or as you said, unfolding. I think, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it could be one of those. Mm. Now that I'm looking at this and thinking that it's closing and opens, isn't it sort of the opposite of what they're trying to do because they're putting the other part of the diverse group. So we have the two white women. I mean, one of them identifies as Palestinian. We've got two what white women. Ethnicity?
0: That's hmm.
1: Yeah, true. And then, but when when you open, that's when we've got our latina are plus size um asian women yeah our other asian women are trans women so isn't yeah. it doesn't it defeat the whole point of vogue of vogue's intent with this cover
0: yeah it does it, it really does because on the cover like just when if you're going to like a, a shop and you just see the magazine you're not going to see all these eight models you're going to see four of them exactly obviously like you know Bella Hadid's the this supermodel. you want her on the cover I get it. I understand. But if, if you're making it a whole point of having all these models, you know, Vogue has done covers where they've had eight people on it
1: hmm. or more.
0: So it's possible, it's doable. I'm just not sure. This just doesn't feel ha- very high fashion to me. I think, I don't know if you want to still delve m- deeper into um, like more about the history, because I think we're still going to talk about that. Obviously. Yeah. If you want to go into it now and then we'll come back to the. Yeah actual cover story so we've gone over why september is important
1: um how okay so actually let's talk a little bit about how we actually how not we i wish i worked at vogue i do not unfortunately (laughs) but how vogue picks the september issues cover star so obviously early on september issue was painted on so in the 1920s Mm -hmm. there's just some i Iconic I think the 1946 issue if you guys want to google that really quickly is just so nice um and but then afterwards obviously we moved on to a different trend photography of,
0: yeah
1: yeah so the most iconic I think cover one of the most iconic covers is definitely the 1989 cover uh shot by Patrick de Marchelier, obviously that we spoke about oh. If you are a Devil Wears Prada fan, you will recognize <laughs> De Marchelier. What is that line from the movie? It's like hold for De Mar- no. <laughs> no. What is it? Um wait.
0: Marshallier's on the line. Oh my god. Patrick honestly. is Can on you the imagine? line. Just, yes, Patrick's on the line. My right. friend Patrick.
1: My friend Patrick de Marchellier. He shot this beautiful cover. Of uh, Naomi Campbell she is wearing an orange ensemble if I recall correctly with a blue background and that, that yeah. was just a massive massive and impactful I would call it a campaign because I can't really think of another word for it uh, which was obviously led by Anna Wintour and there's just a very mm. interesting quote so Anna said I remember all the men in suits being absolutely stunned that I would put a black woman on the front cover of the September issue of Vogue. See Anna, come on Anna, you gave us this iconic, impactful, genuine moment. Oh, right. And then we get this 2021 cover. Well, I don't
0: understand. <laughs> the story is about the diversity there's a new generation in America and it's a, also do you know what do you know what it was as well they were looking at finding role models that like putting these models on the cover and these models had to be role models as well not just hmm. clothing mannequins so now we're also looking at their personality what they stand for and everything
1: that's something that Naomi however Campbell sorry go on
0: yeah yeah No. no no I was gonna say though that 89 September cover you know, that you're still showing something that you stand for. Like, why can't a Black woman be on the c- cover of Vogue? Of course she can. Yeah. Right?
1: And that's so that, still standing for something. Exactly. And at and that it, time, it just felt much more, like a much stronger message than having eight models. That just felt like, um, God, I keep forgetting words. But there is this, <laughs> you know, when you're picking people purposely because of their, race and ethnicity
0: so I'm it's picky, sort of performative oh tokenism
1: exactly it feels like tokenism
0: yeah.
1: i would yeah. have rather seen for example yumi nu only Yumi yeah. because yumi nu is the first plus-size asian woman to be
0: on the cover of vogue so why don't didn't we make it all about yumi nu yeah yeah and then you have that whole Generation America story. We all know Bella Hadid's this huge model. I mean, I love Bella Hadid. I, I, I love Bella Queen. Hadid. I,
1: <laughs> I think this was one of our main bonding moments was discovering our mutual love for Bella Hadid. <laughs> for
0: Bella Hadid. Um, we all know that Kaya Gerber's also like this big model. right? Like, she's following in her mom's footsteps, right?
1: Can I have a little tangent rant about Kaya Gerber for a second? Go for it. Go for it. Met Gala look. Right. Okay. Not bad. But why did she not recreate a Cindy Crawford look? That would have been monumental. Mm-hmm. Her recreating yeah. her mother's look for Honestly, America. Like, yeah. And they're so similar. Like, it would yeah. have been perfect. I liked
0: her outfit, but you know what? It's, this isn't about the Met Gala, but. <sighs> Those outfits were weak, you know. Back to the cover, we all know, or you know, especially if you're into fashion, you know who Kaya Gerber is. I didn't know Lola Leon was a model. I Me mean neither. This is the first time I, I heard knew she. Of I know she's exactly. Yeah, yeah. So then, like, surely they're. Um, other models who perhaps are like bigger and not madonna's daughter yeah
1: but she i've seen her model for i mean after researching because i didn't know it previously yeah but yeah, yeah she did a bit for swarovski which is very nice but i mm-hmm. don't i'm not sure i might be wrong i'm gonna google it really quickly before i say something stupid but i don't think she is a runway model that's no i don't
0: reckon she is i don't reckon she is i don't know like i can think of a whole bunch of models that could have maybe been more suited to be on the cover if we're going to go with this whole like eight model thing. Mm-hmm. She
1: actually is a runway. Well, she made her debut at the Gypsy Sport runway in September 2018. Mm-hmm. But since then, I can't really find anything of hers on the runway. Yeah, I honestly had no. This is so funny. I searched Lola Leon runway. Entity. Yeah, instead of finding her, I found Bella Hadid. My Google knows. My (laughs) Google knows. But yeah, yeah. with the cover, I think, as we said, Vogue is just such a massive trendsetter in the industry. It just contributes so much to everything. I mean, with their fashion fund, the Vogue fashion fund, that has given birth to Prabal Garong, Princess Schuller, I never know how to pronounce it, Alexander Wang, and even... So many September issues have just made such a big impact on people. And I think also because the September issue is dying out a little bit, the importance of the September issue, they kind of just want something that would make people talk. But I feel like this just didn't do it for me. I haven't really heard much. I haven't really heard many opinions. I think the German British
0: Vogue was so much better. I quite like that, yeah. It was... Even though I, I still think it could have been more iconic of um, of a cover, I did like that one than this one. Like, you know, if they are trying to make people... This one didn't really make me talk. I was like...
1: Okay. It's, it's, it looked like an, yeah. a Cosmopolitan cover. No offense, Cosmopolitan. I love you. <laughs> if you want to hire me. Yeah.
0: I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I think... it. You know what you said about um, the Vogue September issue dying out? I, I, like, you know, if if you keep up with Vogue and if you still read Vogue, I still think you're, you're going to attribute a lot of, and if you're in the fashion world, you're right. going to attribute a lot of importance to the September issue. Right. The sad fact, though, is that print is, is dying? dying out. Yeah. I hate that. I hate that. Like, there's there's something nice about picking up a magazine, you know, yeah. looking through it. Touching and it.
1: collecting them. I have a massive yeah. collection of Vogue's. <laughs> So I would love sh- to find my collection. I would love to know where that went. I have some here. Some they're scattered, scattered across the world. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, just print doesn't have the same effect it did before. It's it doesn't it have doesn't. that prestige. No, I and think it's yeah yeah. I think a yeah. lot of criticism has come to vogue as well because they've been producing a lot of tab- tabloidy type of content. I mean, yeah, who cares that Billie Eilish dyed her hair? This is right. I If I Vogue, speaking about mm. this, I still don't get it because when did Vogue become
0: a teen magazine? That's what I don't like. That's what I don't like. Listen, huh. I feel like some people, you, I, I'm a 99% sure you're going to agree with me. I mean, we've had this conversation, but some people aren't going to agree. <laughs> Why? Like, I, I remember going through like Vogue's Instagram and, you know, I'm seeing like TikTok stars.
1: Oh, my gosh. No, <laughs> this is I'm where you like, get
0: me angry.
1: Right, right. Stop. We need to talk, we need to talk About that Addison
0: Rae Outfits <laughs> because, like, I told of myself, the week myself, I make one or two tic- t- TikTok dances too Why am I not on Vogue? <laughs> right? I was like I was making Tiger King TikToks Why
1: am I not on Vogue? <gasps> exactly. <laughs> the thing We need to talk about that It was a video on Vogue's Instagram and it was Addison Ray's Outfits of the Week Oh okay my girl was wearing a hoodie and some cycling shorts are you and they kidding me cute. no the outfits were not cute no because no. she it, it, it wasn't even giving me like a yeezy vibe no. it was just it was giving me i'm going to target Shit. to pick up my shampoo vibe <laughs> oh my god and i feel like addison <laughs>
0: sometimes addison does so well with her she oh. has better looks she has if you see her um, I was watching this YouTuber, I can't remember her name, but, you know, she was, like, talking about that video, and the thing is, if you, if you watch, if you go and watch that video on Vogue's channel of Addison Ray seven, uh, seven outfits in a week, you'll see that, like, when you scroll through her Instagram, she doesn't wear it that. No. But, That's you know, that I would have understood, I don't always like, what she's wearing, but...
1: No, me neither. Sorry, Addison. You're a great dancer, but, you know. <laughs> um, <I> think- oh, <laughs> do you
0: disagree? This isn't about this isn't about dance. This is fashion. Okay.
1: Apologies, Addison. I am by no means an expert, so you do you. I think I would understand, you know, I love, love, love. One of the things I love about the Met Gala is when Vogue makes those videos of, Oh, I remember when it was Kim Kardashian getting ready for the Met Gala with um, Mila. Yeah. <laughs> well, with those videos, I would have liked that for Addison. Like, Addison Ray gets ready for the Met Gala because then we've got sort of a, like an Emma, Emma Chamberlain vibe of people see it more as accessible.
0: Yeah, I guess. But just even just her presence at the Met Gala.
1: <laughs> yeah. How was Doja Cat not there? right actually the Met Gala relates to Vogue because Anna Wintour has she's
0: the chairwoman
1: yeah she makes all of the decisions Anna I'm not sure what Anna's doing I loved her direct I don't want to get sued I love you Anna um (laughs) I love the direction she was taking with when she started off re- revitalizing the magazine in 1988 and obviously she's done such a great job but I think yeah, she's she has. having you can't yeah she's having a harder time maintaining that like image of prestige and of you know targeting a certain audience while still yeah, it is
0: reaching
1: yeah, yeah reaching younger that's audiences it. too
0: that's it like it's that younger audiences um especially like they're not going to relate so much to that whole like secretive and sort of imposing aura that she has yeah you know but then
1: mean? is that who vogue is for is vogue for the teen girl who sits because i remember
0: when i thing, was there was a teen vogue you know yeah make exactly that. keep <laughs> it make t- that again they actually I mean- yeah they soft print <sighs> They don't print anymore it's just online
1: digital. let's have addison ray as the cover for the september issue of teen vogue that's yeah my pitch but let's keep her at teen vogue even when i was younger and i was buying vogue i never expected it to be aimed at me which is exactly what made yeah. the magazine you
0: felt so exclusive It felt like wow yeah you're like oh my god look at this the, like I don't know. I remember the first Vogue, the first Vogue I got, I bought was uh, like a Paris, Vogue Paris.
1: Mm-hmm. But
0: I just remember like going through it and I was like, oh my God, this is magical. Like, yes, yeah. is... And it's something to aspire There's to, right? About it. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, never, not, it. not once did I think, yes, this fashion is for me. And you, and you'll know Vogue Paris is a lot more like out there than. Exactly. Yeah. Vogue US, right? Like there were like, topless women and uh, uh, not once did it cross my mind yes this is for me (laughs) I am (laughs) a 12 year old I am going to be wearing
1: (laughs) massive jimmy shoes on my way to school no but it was just something
0: to look up to I guess
1: exactly yeah and now I think I mean this all connects as well with what we're talking about with this year's though Is that every single time they try to do something that will appeal to younger audiences or appeal to Gen Z. Because obviously I think Gen Z is like one of the biggest, it yeah, is probably yeah, the yeah. biggest and, on, on the know, internet. It's a
0: generation that's coming into, or the, the older part,
1: the older yeah. members
0: of that generation are coming into their own, right? They're going to be like, yeah. they're going to start forming like the largest consumer groups and everything, especially in fashion. So you want to appeal to them. I yeah. just.
1: But then, right. How does that work like, financially wise right because i if i'm like Hermes, if i'm Hermes, and i'm gonna put my ads on vogue when i'm putting my ads on vogue i'm hoping that those ads will be reaching or at least aimed towards yeah. a more affluent audience yeah, yeah somebody who's gonna buy it so if now vogue is shifting that towards a more younger audience a more like tablet tabloid tabloidy, celebrity gossip interested audience am i gonna continue like how's that gonna fare
0: well for me yes yeah. this and you know what the thing is as well like i think like this whole shift into like tabloidy trying to relate everything to gen z like you know gen z attention span is like virtually non-existent it's right. very short right so you know they i i understand wanting to put like things that will grab attention but and i see this a lot in like under the comments um on like vogue's instagram whether it's british vogue or american vogue that people want to see like fashion related things and you know especially if you're gonna buy the magazine you're buying it for the fashion or at least i am same i'm not buying it because i mean i don't even follow tiktok stars but i'm not buying because this dixie Demelio yeah girl
1: i guess you know i understood i think they're sort of trying to do the whole thing where you know, like, 80s to 90s was models. Then 2000s we shifted to celebs. So maybe now it's like another shift. I mean, it doesn't really make any sense right yeah. now because there's the models. This covers the model, but I'm wondering, during, yeah, whether we're gonna see a shift towards you know younger, more TikTok type of stars. Because even Kim K, let's be real, she's more th- I think targeted Gen Z.
0: Yeah, but I think she's, like, you know what? I think she's worked um, hard to, like, you know, to get to to where she is, I think. Like, you know, that whole family, they're such good businesswomen. Right. Chris they're is such a genius. Oh, so my goodness.
1: Kim, Kim being on the cover of Vogue with Kanye, that was an iconic moment. When we had Kendall. Yeah. Kendall was in a U.S. September issue, I'm pretty sure. Mm-hmm. Um, so, really... All these models, that's something actually interesting that I also wanted to mention. So it's good that we went back to Kendall because I was also going to mention Cara. There was like an iconic Cara Delevingne mm. cover issue. And what I've noticed is the shift from models to celebrities. We might think, oh, but there are still models on the cover, right? There are. But I feel like even in this case with Bella Hadid, they're very much social media driven as well. So it's still a celebrity because previously yeah. models, I mean, I didn't know what a model ate in a day. I didn't know what a model, like how she did
0: her makeup, what her skin yeah, care was. you everything about everyone. Yeah. So then I'm just like, so, you know, you know, you, you maybe have these other more hardworking models. But Bella Hadid has worked hard. But the thing is like breaking out onto the industry, it was definitely much easier for her. Right, exactly. It was. I mean, Bella and
1: Gigi. I like Bella more than Gigi.
0: Same.
1: But yeah, back (laughs) to the cover. We keep going on tangents.
0: How many tangents have we gone on? (laughs) Like 12. (sighs) Oh, oh, but but, you know how... Yeah.
1: I was just going to say that the fact that we're going on 10 tangents or 12, whatever, it kind of shows how little there is to
0: say about this cover.
1: This cover was meant to have impact, and I'm not getting any impact.
0: No. Do you know what? Um, you were talking about how um, in the 80s, 90s, the focus for cover stars was on models, 2000s, celebrities, and now we're sort of, mm, we're going back to models. But the thing is, I was, I read a little bit of the, well, I read the cover story, but it was a little bit. mm. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) Um, Do you know what it is? Is that, what you were saying you know now we know what models eat in, in a day what they eat in a week how they do their hair how yeah. they do their makeup where they shop how many hours a day they sleep Where, you know um the gener, especially the generation that you know the vogue is currently wanting to target like younger people you know they want to um I'm saying they, but you know, we're included. I don't like to. Yeah, <laughs> I don't like to associate myself too much. But, <laughs> but so you know, that generation, you know, younger people, they want to, whoever like these big people that they're seeing, they want to know that like there's some someone worth following, you know, yeah. worth supporting. So we need to know about them as people and what they stand for, which I think is part of you know. Why these models are on the cover, because not only because they're great models, I'm I'm not denying that at all, but because, you know, they also stand for a number of social social issues, and I think that's. um, I think that's what we're particularly seeing a shift to is knowing more about who we're actually giving attention to now with models. Listen, yeah, I get it. They're people 100%. And I like to know that they they support good causes. But in fashion, now like I I'm curious as to your opinion, like do you think that, you know, for somebody to be a model or to be a high profile model? And high profile model, I'm talking like you know how the super six were, you know? They were they yeah. were iconic. I mean, they still yeah. are. But you know, when they were in their, like, prime, not prime, I don't want to say prime, like, I don't believe in that, but, you know, when they were, like, in, in the 80s, 90s, hmm. you weren't, I I mean, I don't know, we weren't alive back then, but you weren't looking to them for their op- opinion, were you? No. I, I feel like this might sound really bad. You know what it's I It's not think? the way I'm trying to make it come across, but no. it's, like, you know, their job is to model clothes. It's interesting. Yeah, that's exactly what I was going to say. It's really interesting
1: how we've changed that perspective of, you know, before Claudia Schiffer, Naomi Campbell, Cindy mm-hmm. Crawford. Um, we looked at them and I was like, wow, she's really pretty. But I was looking at what she was wearing. And yeah. now I think a lot of times when I'm watching a fashion show, I see myself rather than looking at like, I, I mean, I see what Bella's wearing. But because I love Bella. But you're also like,
0: it's Bella Hadid.
1: Yeah, because I love Bella, I'll be like, wow, my God, look at Bella, serve. But that's not what the fashion show is about, right? It's about the clothes. No. Yeah, it is. So then it is good because obviously we're saying that they're people. They have their struggles. They have their ups and downs. They have insecurities, which is always reassuring, I think, and a good thing to hear.
0: You know, obviously you don't want to be putting... Somebody on the cover with like these super controversial opinions. No, I'm not saying for that. sure. I'm not saying that. I'm just questioning whether you know is is are their opinions going to be the deciding factor on what gets them on the cover? Yeah. On, or on what mm, determines how much someone deserves attention or something, especially in in this industry. I don't like. I don't like saying, you know, they're just models. No, because, you know, they are people, they have their opinions, they have their beliefs and everything. And I think it's good to know that, um, you know, they stand for these things, but in the cover story, they were talking about that, you know, saying that we need to be looking at who is vocal about like, for example, um, here. Now, um, this is a little bit from the story Now, brands look for models who are entertaining on TikTok or who align with their values. If a company is trying to position itself as a leader on sustainability, they'll want to use models who are vocal on the issue of climate change. But somebody who's not vocal and goes to that casting or something, you're not going to get. And also, how do you, as a brand, um,
1: I was speaking. I will not name them because obviously I can't. uh, But I interviewed for my course when I was studying a lecturer from UAL and she uh I'm not going I was going to say what she teaches but I feel like that would be too obvious but anyways she's an expert in all things fashion marketing and all of that and she said that one thing that uh, god I hope I don't get in trouble for quoting her anyways I'm keeping her anonymous or whatever but one thing that she said to me that was really interesting was how brands now before it's it's a brand you know it's not a person it yeah. doesn't have opinions it doesn't have things to align itself with and now brands are doing that in a way that sort of is performative but if the inside of the inside structure of the brand of how the people work the people yeah, yeah. how people work then that's what their values would be not it's not michael kors saying we are sustainable i don't know if michael kors has said that it's not Michael Kors saying we are sustainable because are you sustainable in the way that you work? Yeah. But so then how do you pick influencers,
0: right? Influencers. Yeah. Models, sorry. So you Well, influencers word. as well. I mean, and somebody who's entertaining on TikTok. Yeah.
1: And like, why who's does, does a model have to be entertaining on TikTok?
0: Mm-hmm. There's a lot of like, sort of meshing of the two nowadays, which... You know, Bella Hadid, she's a model and she's an influencer. But I think she was a model first. Like, and for if sure. I look at her, I I, like, I consider her a model. Yeah. If but I then when about, I look... he's like, what, what does Bella Hadid do? Oh, she's a fashion model.
1: Yeah. She's but then when I look at Kendall Jenner, I don't say the same, personally. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. I see her more as an influencer. And as much as she likes to say that it's harder for her because she came from the Kardashian clan... <laughs> i'm so sorry for laughing but i think that's ridiculous that's such a ridiculous thing to say anyways guys if you could see my
0: face i I understand if it was like if she had had the same scandal as kim okay i get why it would be difficult for you to get into the into the modeling Mm -hmm. into the fashion industry modeling but she's a pretty slender tall girl yeah but yeah,
1: so this ab- about the cover. Um, I think what I personally would have liked to see would have been just Yumi Niu in her Crimson Body Skimming Mara Hoffman ensemble. Because there's so many models, right? Rather than just one, it's easy to like get lost in the background.
0: Yeah, there's no, there's no like focus. I also don't get what this whole thing with them office is I think are they all wearing American designers though see the story um, they're not no but do you know what the story was talking about as well Um, how it's especially like American fashion industry professionals that are leading the push with all this like diversity and inclusivity Um, thoughts Uh, the there's a quote. Um,
1: it's from the article that is. It wasn't an algorithm that determined that the face of modern beauty and fashion would change. It was Mm -hmm. an emerging emerging generation of American designers, ardent in the belief
0: that fashion belongs to everyone. You know, there was a time I think, so like already in this century, where there was a lot of like whiteness. There wasn't much diversity. Yeah. I don't know. Even in the, even in this cover story, they recognize that, you know, a lot of it can seem like it's just performative, that it's just tokenism. This doesn't scream tokenism to me, but it, it doesn't seem like super genuine.
1: No, it seems like a recycled idea.
0: Yes. Yeah. Thank you. It just, it feels like it's something that because, you know, like, you would give months and months, if not, like, uh, well, I don't know if a year because, you know, trends and stuff. But you'd give months and months of, of thought to the September issue. To so mm. all covers, you will give, like, at least a couple, a few months. But the September issue, you know, you're still working at Vogue. It's still going to be an important issue. Yeah. An important issue. So you're going to give it a lot of thought and attention. I don't know who came who came up with this this isn't us criticizing the diversity that that is really good like I want to see that that there's that whole recycled idea vibe like I think that's why I I saw this cover and I was like this is the September issue yeah same I thought this was cosmopolitan I straight up (laughs) thought it was
1: cosmopolitan I was I just saw it and because I was convinced for a second that Gemma Chan the that issue was a USO because I have that one in my in my living room right now. What
0: they're so happy about. What are they so happy about?
1: What are they applauding? I think that's the whole thing. That they're (laughs) applauding um what is it?
0: Are they celebrating being on the cover? I don't know. This just Also doesn't feel very like, fashion-y to me.
1: It says, um, Vogue's much-anticipated September 2021 issue sets the scene for the rebirth of fashion and the upcoming Met Gala by throwing an office dance party. An office dance party? Are you serious? What's next, Vogue? Like, tips? Like, sex tips? This is these
0: models work, work in an office. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no! And there's like, you know, I, we've talked so much about the models now, but we need to talk about the we guy have. staring at his computer because he has not gotten the attention editing, the cover, <laughs> editing right the cover of Vogue. He was right there.
0: He was editing Girl. it. I feel so bad for this oh, man. Like like look, um if you check out the cover story on the website or the mag the like actual magazine itself, you'll see there's um this photo of Precious Lee and a Christopher John Rogers dress. Look at this. Like what this happen? Love this is a one. this is a moment.
1: And this is, I this, love her. This
0: could also have been a cover moment.
1: I love her energy. In the article, she's like, "I knew I was going to be in the cover of Vogue." Oh, I love that. I was like, I was "Yes, like, yes, girl." But you know, I hate it because it's so good for her. But at the same time, wouldn't it, it get lost? Better, yeah. Wouldn't it have been better to have each one of these models individually? Bella Hadid. I feel like you've been on the cover of Vogue, girl. I feel like. She's been on the cover of Wilk. I can bet, I don't really recall because obviously I, I have think that, American you Wilk. Know I love her, I, I really love her.
0: And I, I, like, but it just, it feels a little bit like, you know, she is the biggest model there in this group. Yeah, for sure. She's the biggest model. Her and Anokiae. Also part of it, yeah. I really like Anokiae. There's um this video, is it her for like fashion week or something, getting ready? Yeah, she's, she's just, yeah, she seems super nice. Um, but, oh, then you've also got designer Kirby Jean Raymond. Did you um, watch uh, Next in Fashion? I did. He was in it as well. He was one of the judges.
1: Nice. Back to the, to the guy staring at his screen. I feel so incredibly bad for him because I just see him. Using InDesign, you know, I'm going to recognize InDesign. He's using InDesign. InDesign, and he's got this Vogue cover ready, you know? He's like editing it. We've got a sunset. We've got some sunflower. They're just being
0: happy about something. They're throwing a dance party. I don't know. This, it, it, I like, I don't understand. And also, you know, they're, you know, with this whole like American generation, American beauty now, or Generation America, sorry, we're like, we're seeing people, we're seeing different people. We're mm-hmm. not seeing the same type of person. So, which is a good story, but then what is this cover? How, yeah. how does, I don't understand how this office dance party relates.
1: There was also a whole video relating to the cover. And it was a, I like that it was pretty sort of editorial sort of video,
0: but it was still very confusing. I guess they talk something a little bit about back to work. That idea, you know, being that time of year, like we discussed, but have uh, that in the magazine. Yeah, I think have, have a whole edit. I just, it's sad because there's really, there really isn't much to say. Like, look at this. So, you know, they mention. um Um, so, you know, talking about this, like, um, diversity, inclusivity, there's this casting, and they talk about this in the story, there's this casting director called Jennifer Venditti. Mm-hmm. Venditti. Um, so she's, she says something that, you know, oh, she, she's talking about current disruptions, which I think would have to do with COVID. I feel like that's a bit of a touchy topic to include, maybe. Maybe they don't know how to go about it. Mm. Yeah. In the magazine, so saying that current, you know, disruptions. Um, oh no, actually, no, she doesn't talk about it. She just talks about um, current disruptions being a cause of um, more conscious consumption. Mm. And how we want we as consumers want our purchases to mean something. I mean. yeah it's that whole
1: idea that you mentioned (laughs) before models
0: who are connecting right now there's always a person beyond the facade people are asking what do you stand for where do you come from who are you and then you have like you know and then they talk about like all the models that are on the cover lola leon she's a dancer and advocate for lgbtq plus rights um anokiai born in egypt while her family awaited political asylum in the U.S. And now she's a muse to designers. But she also likes to paint, drawing inspiration from Renaissance monsters and everything. And then Kaya Gerber likes to read books backstage. And she doesn't like... Kaya Gerber likes to read books backstage. (laughs) It's what it says here. Kaya Gerber reads books backstage at fashion shows and forged her close friendship with Ariel Nicholson out of a mutual dislike of small talk.
1: Um, Okay, well, first of all, that's super
0: basic. I okay. read books and I don't love small talk.
1: Second of all, I mean, how do you go from Anokia, you know, fleeing to the U.S. to then Kai Gerber reads books? Are Where's that transition in there? Again, it's like uh, a lack of, you know, the attempt to make such a big difference and an impact. And uh, it could have just been so good. That's but, what I have to
0: yeah. say. It's, it's nice that, you know, we know more about, like, models who, I guess, you know, they seem like very elusive, secretive beings, you know. Mm. Especially, like, you know, the more they became known um, and more important, you know, I get it. You want to know more about them. I'm just... I don't know. I don't... I don't know. I think I'm I'm just repeating myself. It's okay. why does this mean that like, you know, some me knowing something about somebody else that they like to read books. Okay, that's cool. You have a personality. Yeah.
1: I mean, I think to summarize everything since we have been speaking for about an hour. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Great wow. message. Boy, so <laughs> <laughs> great message uh bad approach i would say
0: i think so yeah the execution was not was not it it was
1: not it i'm hoping that next september issue would be a little bit better but i'm also interested to see what how the significance of the september issue is going to be evolving in the future
0: yeah yeah i think so i think that will be quite interesting to I don't I doubt that this is something they would approach with such like ease but you know see these professionals talk about them especially yeah. in Vogue that would be I, that would be really interesting yeah because I mean it, it is a fact to everybody even in, in print in press that print is dying yeah so how do we address that i'm not letting it die i will continue on buying the magazines
1: (laughs) even if you've got a really bad cover book we will be your number one consumers
0: maybe that's why i couldn't find it because they're like no we don't want to sell
1: this they're like no not today all right so should we end
0: this here i think so that was cathartic i don't that was cathartic i don't want to i'm not going to apologize for this no but you know we did go astray a little bit maybe and
1: yeah
0: (laughs) you know there wasn't the convert the thing is the conversation always led back to the story I think and I think it's quite interesting to you know go off on the so-called tangents that we went on (laughs) it's relevant it's relevant it is relevant it relates and there wasn't that much to say
1: about this exactly and you live and you learn so yeah, exactly next this episode, first <laughs> episode. <tensions>. but anyways <laughs> we hope you happens. guys <laughs> we hope you guys liked
0: our first episode so far and yeah, that you'll be uh, tuning in
1: for the second one and third and fourth and yeah, so okay. on
0: it's so on because we're gonna we're gonna be here a long time
1: <laughs> well we're gonna have better equipment we're gonna you know delve into it's just it's just off
0: it's just up from here
1: it's you can only go up you know exactly Exactly. otherwise how do you learn
0: exactly we're we're just every each episode expect us to get better and better it's a process (laughs) (laughs) can only get (laughs) better okay so thank you so much for listening and um yeah we'll see you next week let us know if there's any topics you'd like us to
1: cover. You know, yeah. get creative. You can email us. DM us.
0: DM us on Instagram. I'm sounding so weird. Instagram. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Just do your thing and let us know. would be more than happy. And also, obviously, any feedback. Um, if your feedback is babble too much, we are aware. <laughs>
0: Oh, yes, we are very aware. I think our culture as well (laughs) means that we talk a lot. (laughs) We're Portuguese, by the way.
1: Yeah, we're literally taking 30 minutes just to say goodbye and thanks for (laughs) listening. Yeah, exactly. So that is something that we will keep in mind. (laughs) So on that note, this is our actual goodbye. Thank you so much for listening. It was so exciting to do this. See you next next week. (laughs)